Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, Dyler had fun. I get this thing going. Uh, all right, we're live. Sponsored by Goldfish Bunnies. Goldfish Bunnies. Put some respect on the name, man. This is Annie's <clears throat> Cheddar Bunnies. Okay. If you know, you know. Fuel of champions or uh, runners up. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it today. <laughs> we're, we're podcasting the Monday after. I've not recovered yet. Yeah, how do you how do you feel? Do you guys think you're gonna win it? Did we think we were gonna win it? Yeah, we did. Yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, I uh, I really hope we get a chance to run it back uh, a third time because I think we've proven to be the pretty clearly the two top best teams. Yeah, and you can't end one one. Right. Obviously. Well, you had an interesting tweet. It said, when's the next one? Yeah. Apparently there was some subtext to that that I missed. Yeah, well, I mean, by, by all accounts, it sounds like something will change about San Clemente. We don't really know what that looks like, but, uh, you know, there's there's rumors of it moving like Dallas did. Um, there's rumors of it not looking exactly the same. Yeah. Um, all I care about is I want another shot at those guys. Yeah, you want to rematch. They outplayed us. They out, they deserved it yesterday. Um, we deserve it next month. Okay. All right. We'll you say that. you say there's rumors. What are the sources of these rumors? What are there? It's just the fact that it's uncertain. Um. I mean, I think uh, I think MLP is it seems like very budget conscious ahead of next year, and you know. This is this is just my speculation. It seems like they're budget conscious ahead of next year, and uh, I think San Clemente isn't exactly the the cheapest venue you could could get. Um, so, yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not quite sure. I, there are rumors, but I haven't confirmed the source of any of these rumors. Um, I just hope it happens. I hope we get uh, a third chance. Yeah, uh, gotta have the gotta have the rubber match. We'll make it happen. Um, okay. But overall, I thought it, I thought the uh, I thought it was an interesting event. I thought it uh, I thought it probably wasn't quite as good as as previous MLPs. Why? the The venue was in shambles. The venue was kind of a disaster. Right. Like, well, uh, apparently, I mean, they threw it together, tried to get everything in place, knowing that nationals was coming up, and they were like, it was like a last second thing, and. Right, and that's the that's the thing. It was very clearly under construction for the purpose of nationals, and there's just there's just a lot going on. There were yeah. shuttles were kind of a disaster getting into into the uh, into the venue, which I don't know who's at fault for that, but uh, I just Ubered, so I, I avoided it. Right. Um, it was a construction area, <laughs> to be quite honest, but uh, but the center court still like we packed up center court. The yeah. fans were awesome. People showed up despite the uh, despite the the issues and uh, had great crowds and yeah, awesome energy on on center court. So still still fun to play. I think the fans still had fun. So yeah, I don't know. I, as a viewer from home, it felt like there was just less hype. Like it felt I, I don't know what it was, but it just felt like um, maybe it was the fact that it it seemed like the venue was makeshift and that kind of just like came through. Hmm. But yeah, I mean. It just seemed like a less important Major League Pickleball than the previous. And maybe that is just the fact that the more Major League Pickleballs you have, the less and less important each individual one seems just because it's one of many, right? 
Yeah. And I think the last one is it's it's interesting to so the so the middle event is going to be the most boring one, right? The first event is going to be everybody's on a new team. Yeah. The right. second event is okay, whatever. People are on their new team, the teams are established. It's another event. The third event is interesting cuz then you're playing for the super final and that would be that's an interesting thing too. So Yeah. Um second event is probably like Daytona of of uh, last season was probably the low point of of MLPs. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I guess I didn't I didn't watch much, so I didn't uh, I I couldn't tell you whether that was the the case or not. Do you watch our Do you watch our podcast episodes? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> do you? No, not typically, unless I have to go uh, look for something specific. But uh, that's I have, just a random question. I have uh, I have a couple people who watch it for me, who then yeah. audit the amount of swearing that I've done. Right, right. And then I have to go and contribute to the Stop Alzheimer's yeah. swear jar. And then we have to let ProXR know, because they match the swear jar. And then we let uh, Game Plus and Access TV know because they match the swear jar as well. So uh-huh. shout out to you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, you're in a uh, pretty good mood for coming off the 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 L there. I'm I'm running on on back quick on fumes and cheddar bunnies. Yeah. So yeah. Not a lot of sleep last night. No, I actually slept like a baby. I'm just still pretty tired. It's an emotional come down. Yeah, right. 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 Um, that's probably the the main thing. It is. Yeah. So. But yeah. you, you look great, Thomas. You always look great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, are you going to Dallas tomorrow? When are you going? I'm not. Are you playing Nationals at all? I am not. No Nationals for you. No Pickleball Boulevard. No Pickleball Whatever Boulevard. that is. I'm not participating in the world's longest Pickleball game yeah, they either. Broke the, they broke the record this morning, apparently. I don't know how they do that. Is it just you just extend the rallies? You just stand out there for like three hours? No, I saw him out there, and they just had games going on the entire time. And I saw Swiss Helm refereeing it. And I was walking by to go to the bathroom before our match, and he was like seventy to sixty-two on two. I was like, "What the, f- what the hell?" Seventy to sixty-two on two. So they just like changed the rules then. I don't know. I think they're just. Do you want to go beat the world record? Like, no, and I don't we'll care. We'll just have it at all. I really want a world record. You. Hmm. I just have always doesn't every kid have that dream like you've always just like looked at the Guinness World Records book and been like what could I break but then you have to get Guinness to like come out and actually survey it that's the biggest hurdle was Guinness there for this thing I think so really yeah so some dude just watched like a four-day pickleball match just be like yep they did it I assume I mean maybe they send it in after but then you know I might just go do that yeah, so when I saw it, there was, like, lines of people waiting to participate. And so I think people were just, like, subbed in and out the the entire time. Yeah. Hmm. Ben and Annalee, not a, not a great MLP showing for them. Um, question, because somebody just tweeted it at us. If Ben and Annalee were in a, the main draw PPA, how far could they go in men's doubles? How far would they go in men's doubles? I think they would lose in the quarterfinals. Do you think they'd go pretty far? Depends what they're seated at too. That's part part of the thing with right. PPA. Like if they run into, you know, a top. I think they're a top eight team. I would say I think they're a top eight team, um, but uh, it depends on the on the draw. Um, interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What's what do you that's think? Pretty good. I don't know. I've never. I guess I've never actually played against Anna Lee before, so I just I don't have a concept of how good she actually is in the grand scheme of things. 
Yeah, she smacks the ball pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> just rips it. Yes, she does, and it, it complements Ben pretty well too. Right. So I mean, I think that they're, I think that they're going to beat some of the weaker teams in the draw. I think they're going to lose to most of the, the like the gold card holder teams. Yeah. Um, but then also like that's just a weird that'd be a weird dynamic. Like I think that they could just mentally toy with some people too. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be their biggest uh, advantage. Right. That and having Ben on the court. I got a I got a frantic call from Trot Pickleball this morning, Nick. Um, and he goes, so we're playing in this Detroit tournament this weekend. And he oh, calls, really? and, yeah, and he calls me, and he goes, dude, I got to be honest. He just goes, hey, what's going on? I, I got to be honest with you. I have not touched a paddle in a while, dude. Like, are you ready? Like, are you a left side player? Because I'm going to need you to take, like, 80% of the court, and I'll just do my thing on the right side. Like, I really want you to Ben Johns it. Like, he's just going on it before I even get a word in. He's, like, super stressed. I'm like, it's okay, dude. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, we'll be fine. So, wait, what is this tournament? Is this it's one of the bounce, bounce tournament. tournaments? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it's, like, right near where I grew up, so it's going to be, like, a bunch of uh, family and friends playing in it, too, so it should be pretty fun. Yeah, so what's the four? Is it like five zero or or what? Yeah, there's um, there. I mean, there's mixed men's and women's, and then I think it's uh like mixed. I think is like three to four zero, um, but then men's has three to four and four to five, and then women's has three to four. Um, so yeah, but it's like round robin, so everybody gets at least like six matches, and uh, it should be a good time. We're gonna turn one of the courts into like a hangout spot. And, Nice. So are you going to yeah. Ben Johns it? Yeah, hell yeah. It was like know. music to my ears. <laughs> he said, oh, just speed up whatever yeah. you want and take 80% of the court. I was like, I say less. left and just go off. Okay, say less. I will do that. Um, nice. Well, I think you and Tropical, that needs to be published somewhere or another. Yeah, I, we like, should stream. Like, we, need to ha- we need to see some of that for yeah. sure. Yeah, He's a good player. He's got good hands. Um, but, you know, he's not. he doesn't have a lot of confidence in the game right now, so we'll see. It's. I mean, for somebody like that, like him, like a Warnick, a Johnny Goldberg, <laughs> like honestly, the confidence in the game is one thing, but confidence in the mouth is yeah, probably right, the right. most important. I just thing. need him like, to get vocal out there. Exactly. If he just starts talking, like stocks, just, like stocks. Yeah. Well, uh, you probably don't want any points subtracted, any more points subtracted, but uh, sure. That was pretty unreal, but I say we start with. Uh, paddle drama as we as we um have made a recurring theme on this podcast yeah so it sounds like it wasn't uh major league pickleball this weekend was not without paddle drama yeah paddle drama is at an all-time high okay by far so basically last week we had the podcast with with carl and i said i predicted i think that there are going to be a ton whatever it was it was 65 percent of paddles in um in Atlanta, Pat failed USA Pickleball's uh, standard. Yep. But Major League Pickleball has a higher threshold for for surface texture. Well, this time it's sounding like we're going to be ninety plus percent really? paddles. Yeah. So, for example, there were no 002s in competition this time. And was that just like a blanket rule? No, I just think uh, none of them seem to have passed. They all failed. Um, so Tyson isn't was not using his. Now he uses a, I think a Power Air or something. It's not. Yeah. The, it's not that black and red one. But it's the the black and red one is the one that uh, that Jimmy and Dylan typically use. Yeah. And both of them had to had to change to something else because right. they were just apparently too hot. Yeah. 
um, the Yolas got wrecked for both um, for both surface roughness and deflection. Um, you know, accounts like a certain player had brought eight paddles, eight Yola paddles really? to them, failed all of them. Yeah. I heard another player had brought 12 paddles and had 11 of them fail. And so these players are bringing an insane amount of paddles because they need, like, one of them to pass, basically. It's like a volume game. It's like, well, one of them's going to pass. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what that's what I did. I, I brought, uh, I initially brought eight paddles. Two of the eight failed. And so I'm with, I'm, I'm down to, to six. Can, and then we, can I get the two that failed? Can you give Hell me no. I'm what? keeping them. Are you kidding me? <laughs> What what are you gonna do with the two failed paddles? I need a new paddle. I use your paddle, great. I uh, have this tournament coming up and I need a new paddle, but they're like sold out. Are you actually gonna use it? Yeah, of course. I don't know if I believe you because I I Wait, gave why you. Why wouldn't I? I gave you that that other you paddle. You gave me the standard. You gave me the standard. I don't want the standard. I want your paddle. All right, you want the squeeze one? If you had one, by the way, I was gonna bring you a gift, and it was basically I was just gonna sign the standard and give it back to you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right, I can hook you up with the squeeze paddle. Yeah. Oh, an orange one? That'd be even. Yeah, I guess that's what you're playing with. Yeah. Yeah. Those things are sick. We can. When do you leave? Um, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Uh, logistically, that might be tough. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, we'll we'll get it sorted. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's uh, so a bunch of the Pro XRs failed. That's uh, by design. Mm. Um, and at least now we don't. Now now we have some company. Yeah, like yeah, welcome, right. you can welcome Selkirk, welcome yeah. Yola. Come on, it's yeah. nice over here. Yeah, we've been hanging out with Carbon for a little while. Um, so yeah, it's uh, I talked to some of the guys doing the testing, and it's it leads to two questions, right? It leads to, did something change from their testing? Like, are they screwing it up? Or are the paddle manufacturers changing something? Or number three, is the the testing gun elsewhere done differently or uh, done um, in a way that passes more paddles? Yeah. Um, than probably should. Mm-hmm. So my sense is that the guys from Pickleball Pickle Pro Labs are just hard on the rules. There's no finagling like it's pass fail. Like we're not going to change the stare it to get a, a good reading, whatever. But uh, I think we'll have to have have those guys pop on and and chat through their methodology because right. theoretically, <clears throat> they are far more lenient on surface roughness. 20% uh, margin of error, meaning that your RZ reading for, for grit can go up to 48, and still tons of these are failing, mm-hmm. right? And so makes you wonder, well, how are they passing 43 at a at a PPA event? Right, right, because now we've got nationals this week, and we'll see how many failures there are, or, or they won't even talk about it, which that's kind of what I expect. But, you know, how do you go from one event, 90% of paddles failing, to the next, and um, everybody can play with their paddles? Mm -hmm. Which also, like, personally, who cares if these paddles fail? Like, that's that's good. We have that. We have the testing in place. Like, if you have to go give them 15 paddles and only three of them pass, 
like, okay, fine. You want the ones that are close to the limit, right? Yeah. So I, I don't have a problem with it, but we still don't want things that are that are over the limit. So right. there's still, uh, I still think there's a lot of, it'll be interesting to see a report from the Pickle Pro Labs. Um, and it'll be interesting to to chat with these guys and, and maybe see if they have a theory as to why so many paddles are failing. Yeah. Um, how often do you think it's important to change your paddle to maintain grit? To maintain grit? Yeah, specifically grit. It depends on the on the paddle. Um, so there's sort of different surfaces. Um, so my paddle, for example, the, the Pro XRs, basically like you hit with it for like 10 minutes, it's going to lose like 5% of its grit. Mm -hmm. But then... Because there's like it seems like there's some very very fine layer on top of it, so it's right. it's in it's absolutely insane for like a couple of minutes, and then it comes down to to earth. Well, I mean like, so if there's something on top of it uh, that's like that's just that's crazy, but it, it mm -hmm. that tiny little thing goes away pretty quickly, and then it's still insane afterwards, but not the same level. Yeah. Um. So I would say if. On a scale of of zero to a hundred grit, and these are just random units. So, if a Pro XR starts at a hundred, within ten minutes of hitting, it goes down to ninety five, which mm -hmm. is still awesome. And then, it probably over the next month, it goes from maybe ninety five to like ninety two. It doesn't lose a whole lot after okay. that. Okay. Um, but that's the way that, that our paddles are made. Some of them that have like spray on grit or spray on grit yeah there's there's some of like the the cell you get that might have to be our first product grit in a can i mean more or less there's basically like a finish that i think selkirk yeah. puts on at the at the end of it that that sort of adds texture right. and that comes off much quicker mm -hmm. it's it's uh somewhat similar to the uh the the franklin fiberglass paddles that just have like a, a surface of of grit those go those lose their grit very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, so it depends on the. It depends whether what your paddle is basically made of, mm. what the what the top surface is. Um, I was talking to these guys who are coming out with a product, and I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this. Maybe I'll have to check. But they basically, like it's um, sheets that you put on the face of your paddle to basically be able to like refresh grit, like you know, every other day that you play. Um, oh, interesting. But so they, you just tear a little piece off, and yeah, and. Um, it's really interesting. I know Chris Olson played with it a little bit and said it was like actually pretty solid. Um, but they quoted some figure around like, you know, after, you know, playing with your paddle 10 times or something, you lose like 30% of your grit, which is like insanely significant. Um, and people should be refreshing their paddles much more than they are. And if grit really has that big of an impact and like that should be, you know, something that people are doing more often. So I just thought that was super interesting yeah i don't know if i buy it with with at 30 yeah. percent. there are certain paddles that are paddle. probably that's probably like those accurate old franklin x40s yeah the, the franklin things. the ben johns ones the, yeah, right? yeah yeah i mean yeah yeah, yeah not x40 definitely sorry, that's the, probably losing yeah yeah right that's probably losing 70 percent of its grit yeah like been there they were saying that like the way the ball spins the holes in the ball almost maybe you said this actually so i'm gonna feel dumb if this was you who said this on it recent episode but like almost acts moving at that speed as like a a, a thin blade mm. and just like 
slowly cuts away at the at the grit, which is why you lose grit over time. I didn't say that, but it's, it's an interesting theory. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, if you look at one of those carbon, uh, raw carbon paddles, you sort of see little cuts in there. Um, it, it makes sense. I don't know whether it's true or not, but it's mm-hmm. uh, it's plausible. Yeah. So, depending on your paddle, go uh, go change it right now. Or don't worry about it. You got the Pro XR <laughs> yeah. Zane paddle. You're good for a while. I actually I used mine for months straight. Yeah, mine's held up. Mine's still holding up. Mm-hmm. But I like fresh paddles. Fair. And I like I ones mean, that are <laughs> right on the limit. <laughs> so absolutely. Give me one of yours. Well, there we go. Um, all right. What else we got from uh, from Age? Is that all you got on the on the paddle stuff? Yeah, I think there's probably going to be a decent amount more information that comes out uh, soon on yeah. this. But uh, right now, it's just what I heard from the players. People yeah. day of were like scrambling, buying stuff from Pickleball Central, like just trying to figure out, borrowing other people's paddles. Right. Like it was, it was a, a crapshoot that morning. It's just of, insane to me that the highest level that that is taking place. Yeah, because it's just, uh, I think players were were taken, uh, were caught off guard. Yeah. Right. Maybe the, the new paddles that they were given were a little bit different, mm-hmm. and they didn't know. Yeah. Um, Paddle manufacturers, tough biz right now. Got to be very careful. Um, all right, one thing I saw, and this is kind of like, uh, this is just, I've ha- I feel like I've had arguments about this on the court before, but I didn't realize, do you know what this two becomes one rule is that Courtney Johnson explained? Mm-hmm. I had never known this was a thing. That figures. but i don't i think most people didn't know but essentially andre comes over to try and take a dink um or i guess a volley steps in front of anna but it's just out of outside of his reach so anna ends up taking the volley but when andre stepped over his foot went into the kitchen but even though he didn't make contact with the ball he was touching anna and so two becomes one technically kitchen violation Mm -hmm. i had never heard that before the two becomes one. And Courtney laid down the law. Oh, yeah. No, she doesn't mess around. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a, it's a rule, I, I think. I mean, Andre didn't seem like he knew. Oh, yeah. yeah Andre had just, no idea. I was no. trying to tell him, like, yeah, dude, you were you were super in the kitchen. Right, right, uh, right. That is for sure a rule. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I suppose it could. I wonder what the original, like, why is that in the rule book? And the only thing that I can think of is... You could possibly exploit that rule <laughs> by like Shay Underwood. This is Shay Underwood would do this, but go ahead. <laughs> well, you could exploit the rule by like having somebody leaning in as right. far as they can. And you're in and the you're kitchen, like in the holding kid- them up for sure. And they're right? like, yeah. And I think that's probably the right. the, the reason for that rule. I would yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool. Like, what if you just so so I Andre's a big boy, right? Yeah. He can for sure carry me. Yes. So I establish oh my myself right. outside of the kitchen, <laughs> yeah, like, and then he just carries me around at the yeah. net, and I'm like in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Can yeah, you imagine? That's great. Yeah, that would be yeah. a new strategy. I want Ed and Lika as my partner. The combination of Ed and Lika and Hayden Patrick playing that game yeah. would be unmatched. Yes. Who else? There's nobody else that could beat that team. I mean, yeah, Andre carrying you. Andre carrying me. I'm Andre carrying like a Kawamoto. That'd be a good mix team. Yeah. 
but I think I think Eden can probably carry the most weight out of anybody. Um, all right, well, you guys know that we work with Viore, uh, best sponsor ever, because yeah, we constantly wear their stuff. I'm wearing my shirt right now. I've been playing in this shirt a lot, um, but I pretty much wear it everywhere. Uh, especially when I'm traveling, I wear those uh, sweatpants that they have. They have a bunch of different options. Um, I'm a big fan of the joggers. But uh, you can go to viori.com slash the dink to get 20% off your first purchase uh, and enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash the dink. Discover the versatility of Viori clothing. Um, what do you think of the Vuvuzelas? <laughs> Especially uh, in the had, final. I had heard them since like the what was it like the twenty eight two thousand eight World Cup Brazil yeah. Um, because I'll tell you they were annoying as hell watching on the on the stream. Were they so obnoxious? And then somebody I think had like a cowbell or something else. So it was like every point that DC won, Vuvuzela and like uh, a cowbell. I was like Jesus. Yeah, I like. Uh... I like noise. I like the rowdiness. I think I'm going to need to think about the Vuvuzela. Yeah. Like, I feel like you got it. It's too easy, right? If you want to be make a lot of noise, I feel like you got to make it a little bit more difficult than just doing your Vuvuzela. Like, yeah. you got to be yelling or, or whatever. Like, I don't know how I feel about noisemakers. But I, at the same time, I also want it loud. But Vuvuzelas are kind of annoying. They're obnoxious. Growing up, um, playing hockey in Michigan, uh, you know, you'd play, you'd play different cities basically, and like some of these moms would come with, caught like Folgers coffee cans filled with coins, and uh-huh. just go ham when there was like a goal, and I will never forget that. It's just <laughs> absolutely obnoxious. PTSD. Yeah, and this is essentially the the equivalent. Um, do so you? Get, I could do without. Do you get like? Because they banned Vuvuzelas in soccer, right? Like, you can't bring a Vuvuzela anymore to... Yeah. At least I haven't heard them in a while. Like, are you just not... Are you not allowed to bring noisemakers to to stuff? I mean, at a certain point, you should... Right? Like, because where do you draw the line? What if you have an air horn? Right? Right. Like, they're... I bet they don't have any regulations around that. But at a certain point, like, it gets insane. And I think Vuvuzelas are, like, right on the limit. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder what other sports have done because, like, obviously after that World Cup, Vuvuzelas were were hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure somebody tried to bring it to a basketball game. Did it was did it not bug you while you guys were playing? Honestly, I'm in like it's just in a different universe. Yeah. Right. Right. I did. I heard it, but uh, yeah, it didn't. It didn't really bother me. How was the trash talk? Trash talk. Just throughout. Yeah. I was a little bit more focused this time. Um, you know, when it's an even playing field like last time, you know, you're kind of like, I feel like maybe we were, we expected to win. Um, last time we wanted to win, of course, but I don't know if we had the expectation, right? Now we, now we expect to win. Yeah. And, uh, so it's a little bit more serious. There's still some pretty good trash talk. Like, I think somebody told Julian he sucked. (laughs) Um, and, uh, and that's, uh, that's uh, that's pretty borderline. Uh, Stocks. Uh-huh. I mean, that was unbelievable. Did you watch that back? I saw it. Yeah. That was. Uh, Did you hear it? Were you on the court? Were you over there? No, I wasn't over there. Yeah. No. Do you want to take us through what happened? I mean, 
Yeah, I guess. So, because <laughs> I don't quarterfinal, <laughs> I don't want to take us through what happened. Miami versus Utah, Stocksrud and Tyra Black versus Annalie Waters and AJ Kohler. Uh, it's getting pretty mouthy. Annalie's doing her fist pumps. Yeah, wait, there. hold on. What was happening before? What led up to that? I don't know. I, I think just like they were just getting into it and it was getting intense and there was a lot of, you know, exaggerated come ons and stuff like that, right? So it builds and Stocksrud, as we've seen. He can get pretty worked up. Nicest guy off the court, but he can lose his cool on the court uh, pretty quickly. We've actually seen that like a decent amount lately from him, um, which is which is pretty funny. Like the dichotomy of how nice he is off the court, and then on he's just kind of he gets and sometimes he's an just sometimes he's just super chill on the court too. Yeah, yeah. So you got to push his buttons, and when you do, he might rip. He might let off a uh, take that bitch. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's there's one for the, the for the pro XR, which like swear jar. I don't know. To me, it's it, he just like in the moment. I don't think he was like calling her that. I think he was just like that. That's just like what came to his head, right? Um, but then you know, a bunch of people are like, "She's 16 years old." I don't really agree with that argument there. Like he shouldn't say that regardless, but bringing up the 16 year old when it's convenient and then leaving it out other times, I think you know. She's a professional. She's playing at the highest level at this point. She's pretty much an adult. I mean, she handles herself like an adult. Her interviews, she's like an adult. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, age regard. Like, I don't. I don't. For me, I don't feel like age is even an an issue here. Like, you just can't say that. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't That's say my that point. to your. Yeah, you just can't. You can't say, say that to to a sixteen uh, year old. You can't say that to a yeah. to a thirty uh, five year old. Like, right. you just can't say that. But then everyone was like, I think in the like on the benches and stuff everyone was like laughing about it like both teams because they realized how ridiculous it was <laughs> but but Stockstra did it and then he like walks off to the corner and put like it was like a puppy who just got caught like you know eating food on the counter or something like that like immediately were they the really corner. laughing about it i thought aj was pissed he, he was but then they were then they were laughing about it on their benches afterward but yeah aj at the end of the match they come up to like you know shake hands or whatever and AJ like holds Stocksford's hand, has like some extra words for him, and Stocksford is just being like, "Sorry, sorry." And Tyra like tries to like get in the middle of it and be like, "Just leave it alone, leave it alone." And uh, I don't know, it's just a pretty funny scene. Wild. Well, uh, yeah, I, w- I want to see. Uh, I wonder what he'll get fined. That that's that's for sure. That's probably pretty a, good fine. A, a more clear fine than anything we've ever seen on a court, I would guess. Yeah, like you think. If you were to weigh the fines between like flicking somebody off and uh, and that, where do you think we are? I think that that is that that's a lot worse than yeah somebody yeah. Off. I could see a max fine coming here, a little record breaking fine. A record breaking fine for sure. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how you come up with the uh, the estimate for that. I don't know. We still have no idea what the PPA is finding people. I don't think they are. I mean, no. I well, like I mean, a, we have an idea, yeah, right? right? I think the idea is a dollar. We're gonna, but. yeah, we're gonna withhold a dollar, and you have to apologize. But he recorded. I didn't listen to it. Um, I watched Trop's dubbed over version of yeah, his apology, I but didn't I didn't actually this listen apology. to the real apology. I haven't seen it. Yeah, maybe it, maybe it was just an interview, and then Trop acted like it was an apology. Yeah, because I saw I saw Trop's video, but I didn't actually right. see anything. I went and looked for it from from Fed's page, but I didn't see anything. Well, because I think it was on a PPA account, um, which is, yeah, I don't know. Let's see if this was a, uh, yeah, no, it was an apology. 
Oh, we'll have to listen to it later. That's pretty funny, though. Good for him. Face the music. Address it right off the bat. Issue your apology. Yeah. You know what? I don't have anything else to say on that one. Yeah. Um, But uh, I think I did find it surprising that really the – I feel like the only shocker of this MLP was the fact that the, the Black Diamonds didn't make the playoffs. I think everything else was was somewhat predictable, right? I, I feel like – like I said, I feel like us and D.C. are the two best teams. I think that the next threshold is probably the slice, the drive – and um, I would have put uh, Utah in there, and there's Miami in there as well. Um, but uh, yeah, Utah, Utah struggled. Um, you had Thomas at the bottom of the player standings, and obviously that's not fully fully his fault. Um, you know, you could you could actually theoretically end up there even having played decently. Um, but I think that was the big surprise. Utah finishing 11th out of 12th ahead of the bouncers. Um, Brooklyn finished third. That was a nice result for, for them. I thought I think that they're a, a solid team. Catherine Coop, um, Hayden, and Loon. And the sliders, sliders got to the got to the quarters with uh with sub with uh yeah. Megan Fudge coming in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, what about the shadows on the court? Does that bug you while you're playing? Very noticeable uh, watching on the streams. Yeah, it looked uh, it looks worse on the streams than than it is um, in like actually playing it. Yeah, um, it impacts things a little bit, but I don't know what you're gonna be able to to do at this time of year when you build such enormous stands. Yeah, right. right. And these were built straight up, right? They're not like tennis courts that are kind of a, a bowl, right? Where the sun would still always come directly in. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are big shadows. That's tough because you have to build it so that you know everything needs to see more, like close together, just from an optical standpoint. The court's smaller, mm-hmm. so how do you get around that? I don't know. Well, the one side, they could have done. They probably could have done it the opposite way, where the whatever that would be, the sun rises in the east and <laughs> falls in the west. That's... So you could have had the the west side be the, the more of the... Uh... Yeah, I wonder if they'll switch that around for, for next for, week. Yeah, for nationals. Yeah. I, I bet they will. That would really piss off Major League Baseball. <laughs> um, of course. Yeah, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a possibility. <laughs> yeah. But either way, I think it's cool. You had like a four-story like stands on mm-hmm. one side of the court. That's sweet. Yeah. Like... Maybe you just need to build it up even higher so there's no sun at all. Yeah. But it, it looked worse on the stream than it was actually in person. What do you think of uh, Alshon MVP? Oh, yeah. I have a hot take on this. So, uh, well, actually, I don't know if it's a hot take. But I think there needs to be some consistency. And I don't actually know how the MVP is, is calculated. Texts are sent out and you submit votes. Uh, we forgot to respond and so our vote classic didn't go in. we would have we would have voted for for riley who we voted vote for, for the challenger um but we voted for we didn't vote for anybody because we forgot to send a text on both of them no because we did vote for uh challenger but we didn't vote for premiere okay did you um, vote for cj first in challenger who'd you vote for i'd have to i'd have to look it up so we we, we weigh it as like a team like all nine of us at the dink kind of go back and forth as far as like who we think it will be 
Um, and I think we had Klinger and then um, I can't remember the other one. But uh, yeah, for Premiere, we just totally forgot to respond to the text. So I, I think we would have we would have voted for, for Riley and then it would have been a different story. I don't know how that would have fallen. Um, but yeah, so Alshon takes MVP. What's your hot take? Well, I, I, it, I think it, it's not consistent with what happened last time, right? So for me, I like the idea of a, for me, value means what you get for what you paid. That's what I, that's what I get. That's what I think of for, for value. Right. And so Anna Bright last time was a first round pick and played like a first round pick. Yeah. Good. Rachel last time was a fourth round pick played like a first or second round pick. Right. Right. And so I would find that to be actually more valuable. Yeah. But to me, that's like a different, that's, I don't think it's most improved is the right, like, um, award for that, but something else, right? There should be like an MVP and then some sort of like underdog award or something like that. Sure, but I'm saying it's not consistent necessarily, right? Yeah. If you, last time you gave the MVP to Anna Bright, who was the best player on on our team or the best performer on our team, mm-hmm. but and there's an argument that it could have been given given to Rachel. This time, if you're going to be consistent, you give it to Riley, but you gave it to to Christian, and. I mean, the stats, Riley was ahead of Christian in the stats. Um, so it's it's not consistent. And I would have, honestly, if I, if I was choosing it, I probably would have chosen Rachel. And I do think that Christian deserved it if that's the way that you're going to, to measure, mm-hmm. right? But it's inconsistent how they did it yeah. between, or voted between the two events. Right. Well, I think it's just, Whatever, it's just a cruise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, new uh, PPA MLP schedule comes out. And 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 Major League Pickleball events next year. Did you look at the new schedule? I did. What are your thoughts on that? It's pretty interesting. It seems like Major League Pickleball will look a lot different next year. Yeah, I uh, I still don't really know what next year looks like. So now we at least have dates and locations, but I don't know what they mean. Yeah, let me try and read through this. So 24 Major League Pickleball teams will play a regular season schedule and be split into six divisions of four teams each. Teams will play at least 40 matches over the course of the regular season, facing Wait, every other team at least once. Where would you get this from? This is in our blog, so this is based on the, the press release. Oh, okay. Um. Teams will play, oh yeah, okay, so I just read that. Division opponents will meet three or four times, and teams will play everyone in their rival division. Rival division, I'm not sure. And uh, so they'll play everyone in their rival division two or three times. The two-week MLP playoffs will follow the conclusion of the 2024 regular season. That's a big change. Yeah, but I think it's, uh, it looks like they're sort of dividing into more regional stuff, right? Yeah. And does that mean anything home and away or... Because what I had heard is there's going to be kind of like little pockets, right. right? Where the Texas teams meet up in their division and they play a couple times. Yeah. Um, so I'll have to actually check that out because I, I didn't know that yeah. info. And then PPA Tour structure will feature slams worth up to 2,000 ranking points, cups worth up to 1,500 points, and opens up to 1,000 points. 
the ranking points on the PPA Tour will qualify them for the PPA Tour Finals in San Clemente, California. Every PPA Tour stop will provide pickleball enthusiasts of all levels with the opportunity to play with, oh, that's just like the amateur stuff. But what do you think about that? So you going into next year, knowing that like there's this point system, they're really trying to build it up to something. Will that have, will you be compelled to take PPA events more seriously Make sure you're showing up to all of them or like how, how, how would that change somebody like you and the way you view the PPA tour? Um, I take every event seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, some more seriously than others, okay. but um, I suppose it still doesn't really, I still don't know. Meaning yeah. like how many events are there? There's 34 total yeah, events or thir- there's 34 weekends and then multiple events i'm not going to play all of them right um i'm actually probably going to play the bare minimum um i just i could honestly personally care less about whatever final and that's 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 a me thing right i uh i try to to keep my play schedule to to a minimal so that i can be fired up for every single one yeah, and, and fresh and fresh and mentally there um focused and uh so we still don't really exactly know what we're going to be required to do either right am i am i required to do all of right. these events um i don't know there's still just a lot more information that needs to to come out before i'm gonna start right planning yeah i don't know what do you Are you tired of the endless search for the perfect court? Well, say goodbye to court hunting hassles with Swimply, your go-to solution for hassle-free court rentals. So whether you're planning a pickleball party or just want to enjoy a friendly match, Swimply has got you covered. With Swimply, you can easily find and book private courts that suit your game and your schedule. Just download their app, browse available courts in your area, and book the one that's perfect for you. Beautiful backyard pickleball courts are just a tap away. Just a tap away. It's so Airbnb for pickleball courts. It's actually a super cool concept. Uh, so don't let the court hunt hold you back. Dive into the world of Swimply today. Visit Swimply.com or find them in the App Store. Escape locally with Swimply. Yeah. I don't know. What are you playing next year, Tommy? Now that you're, uh, after you and Trop go ahead and win the, the bounce tournament over in, in Michigan. I mean, if I could catch an invite to some of these games around here. You know, I think I still have a shot. You you got hit up. You hit up Carlos. <laughs> I told Carlos, I'm like, listen, I can only ask you to play with me one more time, and you say no before I, out of principle and pride, can no longer ask you. What about? Ooh. He's been out of town every time, to his credit. But what about? Uh, only handle somebody knows. Ryan Dowijan. I don't know. How I to played say with him name. over at Sark. Yeah, I don't know how to say his last name either. But pickleballed. Yeah, I mean, epic I wanna, username, absolutely epic yeah, username. Yeah, dude, I wanna. I, I need to get in some good games around here and get these reps in. Yeah, that's a rivalry match too. You got the the Dink versus the Reset rivalry match. Yeah, I'm down for that. We build it up, make it a whole thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The kitchen can live stream it. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get all the content creators involved. There we go. I'm that in. is interesting. A couple, of, just lots of uh, lots of stuff going on over here in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, what else you got? I think we can keep it a pretty short episode here. Anything else? Um, so we won't be in studio for a 
couple weeks. That's why we I might have to get it in today. Yeah, we might have to get some some zoomies in. Yeah. Um, but uh, it looks like uh, so I, I you have on here that USA Pickleball announced a, a new headquarters, and I saw that today too. Yeah, that looks pretty sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't really know much about it. I think our team put that on there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did see the announcement and the press release, but I didn't get a chance to actually look at it. Just that it's this like massive facility. Yeah, I wonder how many courts there's going to be. Yeah. Um. So there's 28 indoor pickleball courts apparently. That might they might be your team might be confusing indoor and outdoor. At least the picture that I saw was outdoor, but we'll see. But either way, I saw a picture of it. It looked pretty sweet. Um, so there we go. That's what you said. Pickball does. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> at the end of, uh, so you didn't watch the end of that last episode, but at my last question to him was like, Hey, so we basically called you out and said, you guys don't do anything. So here's the floor. What do you guys do? And he talked about all the different stuff they're working on. So this included. Okay. USA pickleball does things. You heard it here first. There we go. Well, you didn't hear it here first. <laughs> then we, then we corrected. Yeah. And we got so credit to us. Credit to us. Yes, we rock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I caught a lot of crap for the for that, and I do think that I think that the ambassador program is is vital. Um, yeah, yeah. Keep so. it alive. Yeah. Um. Okay. Other than that, I don't have a whole lot. I'm glad we were able to get in and and chat last minute and go through some of the the MLP stuff. I mean, we're not gonna do a like a match by match breakdown but no. covering the, the the most important pieces and the the interesting little uh little tidbits from it yeah um yeah i don't have much else all right pickle pod pickle pod <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna lie dollar has fun